0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, And today I have the special privilege of interviewing Savannah Sharp. Savannah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And Savannah, for those of you that don't know, what is the newly crowned WBFF Fitness Model Pro. And congratulations. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm super excited. It was
1: unexpected. So I'm excited to to share my experience and journey with everybody.
0: Yeah. Before you tell us the story of that, kind of give us your background. Where do you live? Uh, Kind of what's your education and what do you do for a living? They can probably see if they're on YouTube, what you're doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, okay. So um, as far as my background go, I previously was an NPC bikini competitor. So since 2017, that's when my fitness journey started. I started when I was 20. I was a junior in college and I needed something to kind of get motivated after sports from high school. I just needed something to stay motivated at the gym. I toyed with the idea of getting into bikini competitions. I knew a few girls that had done it, but I always thought, eh, that's not for me. I'll never do that. Never never do it." Um, <laughs> life happens. I had um my younger sibling passed away, and it was very very traumatic, and so I was needed something to kind of Cope with grief and stay healthy, and and just really have a positive outlook on life. So I went to the gym as my therapy, and I used that, and was like, okay, let's try to make something positive, and let's do a fitness competition. Like it was kind of a YOLO—you only live once, and you don't want to have regrets. Like let's, this is something that I want to do. It'll push me. Like let's do it. So I worked with a trainer locally for three years. Um, I got nationally qualified. I won my first show, fell in love. It was supposed to be a bucket list kind of thing. It was supposed to be one and done. Let's just see what I what I got. And the second I stepped off stage, I fell in love. And I said, I want to do this as high, like, I want to take this to the next level. Very, very competitive. Um, so I just, started going and I didn't stop. I kept going and I competed. Um, I think now it's been nine competitions in the MPC. I did eight competitions and then one WBFF show. I've competed in three national shows. My background prior, I, was, um, I have my degree in business management from the University of Kansas, but I started working right after college and at Amazon as an area manager. And so I was prepping through that journey. That was a whole time of my life where I was working night shift and prepping and doing all that. Um, I did that for about two years. Didn't like it anymore. Wanted to get into fitness full time. So I quit my job, my corporate life of safety and security, and then started working here at Angel Competition Bikinis. So currently I'm a brand manager, suit stylist, sponsored athlete director. I do lots of different things here at Angel Competition Bikinis. Um, and that's a little bit about me.
0: Love it. Yeah. So tell us about the WBFF, the fitness model. Um, how did you go pro and what was, what was that all like that experience? Yes. So
1: I think it's like two or three weeks post show. Um, this was it was it was a roller coaster of emotions because like when i went into the show i seriously i mean i'm a novice competitor to this organization so i've i did my research i did as much as i could going to the show but you just don't know what to expect till you get there so when i got there i was not I was so nervous. I like, I've never been as nervous for the, any show I've ever competed in because it was new and it was different. And I just didn't know if I was prepared and conditioning wise. I mean, I was 10 pounds heavier than I last stepped off stage for nationals. So it was really mentally hard to get over that block that like, I knew I wasn't bringing my best. So that was very challenging to know conditioning wise. I was like, this is not even close to my best. And then when I got to the hotel and everything, it's an event weekend. So it doesn't, you you know, it doesn't just start on show day. Like it's a whole entire weekend event. So you have, I got there Wednesday, but you have events on Thursday, Friday, and then show day is Saturday. So like how they do it is, um, you know, it's, it's gowns, it's, it's not bodybuilding. And so I think that's where I didn't really understand what I was getting into when I first started, because it was similar with like the different suits and I saw fit physiques and I thought it was like just a different bodybuilding organization with just like a little bit of differences. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can do this. But after I started learning, it is a hundred percent a fitness pageant, like more than anything. So like stage presence, marketability, like just confidence your entire weekend. So you do get judged specifically for Saturday, but you are judged the whole weekend. So like how you show up and present yourself at the athletes meeting at athlete registration, how you communicate with other athletes, like your outfit choices because it is um, WBFF stands for world beauty, fashion, and fitness. So it is a place where fitness and fashion come together. So like they don't want you to be, they don't want you to blend in. It's a hundred percent about being as loud as possible, letting your personality shine, like glams glitz like it is crazy it's so it's so wild because they don't have a lot of rules so I, I'm someone that needs to know okay what like what are the rules and if I yeah. know the rules <laughs> I know the conditioning I know the standards I just want them to hit those standards but they don't have those they have little things that they kind of like but it is a, a it, it's just that it there's literally nothing like it. I can't even explain it. It's so different. But going into that show, like, I was not excited. I was nervous. And I was really upset because I'm like, I didn't really – I trained hard. But like, I didn't get lean. And it was it was weird. And I practiced my posing, though, a lot. So I was very confident in my posing. Um, And then we go to the athletes' meeting, and I felt in my stomach. I was like, I think I'm making a mistake mm-hmm. at athletes' meeting. I really did. I was like, I think – I'm an athlete. I was like, I don't think I'm a beauty queen. And it was just being insecure. And I'm like, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know what's going on. I was like, why am I doing this? And just a lot of self-doubt was going on. But then it started getting fun. And I was like, okay, I really like my outfit. I love all the content I'm getting. I started meeting a lot of really cool people. Um, And then we get to do it again. So it was like, okay, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. We meet people. We went to athletes. I got my number and it's starting to make things real. I'm like, oh no, I like actually am doing this. This is, this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, And that would be, so Friday is their media day. So that's like another day where you do a gown. It was themed with neon and then that was fun. So like they have like photographers and photo shoots and it just more pictures and more mingling and networking. So by the time it was that day, I kind of met, you meet all your competition prior. And that's something that I've never done. And like everyone else, there was a lot of other girls. It was their first time So that made me feel a little bit more comfortable. And I'm like, okay, it's their first time too. I was like, I've had stage experience. So I, I you know, it, but it was there like a couple of girls first time to the stage ever, ever. Like, okay. Maybe that's going to be okay. And I was like, all right, like, this is going to be fine. And everyone was really nice. Um, But then we got the tan. The tanning process was very different. It went on green, but then it developed and it's their own solution. And when I put that tan on, I was concerned. I'm like, (laughs) this, I was like, maybe, you know, it's the pH. I'm like, I didn't you know scrub right but you wash it off that night and it's not as dark as like a traditional spray tan so after we wash it off it was like the best spray tan i ever had and it didn't move so i like you you can just like sleep in your sheets and it wasn't going to ruin the bed it was really it was really like a nice. nice golden glow and it got pretty dark in the morning um but then we got the hair and makeup on show day and the show day they just do a night show So that was very interesting too. They don't have a prejudging. They don't have a finals, but they just had a night show. So it was kind of nice, sleep in, wake up, super casual. Show starts at five. So we didn't have to be backstage until 3.30. I ended up getting my makeup done just like super early. So I wouldn't stress. And then we did a photo shoot. So a lot of times I just get so stressed out. I don't ever shoot on show day because I'm like, it's too important. I got to be focused. But I'm like, okay, this is different. Like, let's just, you know, get all the content we can. So after that photo shoot, I looked at my pictures and I'm like, okay, everything came together. It was like, this is full. This is a fuller package. But I'm like, I really think I look good. I was like, I it's different, but I was like, I think this is a good look. I'm like, all right, let's just try it. Um, And that kind of like led us into show day. So show day is a wild experience because you get so much stage time. Like I was on stage for at least 30 minutes um, and they do a parade kind of thing. So the outfit that I wore on Friday for their media day is what you start the show in. So every single athlete that's competing walks on stage. And so it's really cool that they do that. So it's kind of like um, everyone like waves and you get to see all the outfits and dresses. So you kind of get to get your stage nerves off with everyone as a group. You get to test the layout of like the walk. It's kind of like a hype for everyone. Everyone's in a line. And then they go into comparisons. So I crossed over and competed in both bikini and the fitness categories because I'm, I guess in this organization, I'm a hybrid athlete where I'm teetering as far as... Should I go up? Should I go down? Their standards for conditioning what they want for their athletes are completely different. So they do have a bikini category. They have a fitness category. They have wellness. They have transformation. They have men's. They have all these other categories, but they don't translate. So I'm used to regular bikini, but that is not the same. They have an emphasis on like a more natural, healthy, like very, very soft conditioning for their bikini division. It's like, in my eyes, it's kind of like 27- 2017 bikini if they had quads so they do like full full glutes full legs Um, they like tight core tight glutes so you're still lean ish it's just no separations no striations they don't like bikini athletes to have any upper body just like a very delicate toned look everywhere so like a very thin layer of muscle um, but they do still want shape so it's big on shape. Um, they want you to show up in shape, but not overly lean. You will not place if you're too lean in bikini. Um, and then they have the fitness division, which it's a very big jump from amateur to pro level fitness. Fitness would be more of like an IFBB pro level. Uh, it's kind of like a MPC bikini conditioning standards plus wellness legs. So it's would be kind of if you took um a bikini competitor's upper body as far as shoulders and then put on a wellness competitor but not as lean maybe okay. so it's just kind of like a smaller framed um it's kind of I guess it's kind of hard because conditioning is varied in that division it's because it's newer there's more at, like athletes and the physique is only 40% of the score. So the conditioning that you bring is case-by-case basis. Some athletes come in super shredded and super muscular. Some just have a little bit more muscle than bikini, like me, but not quite the level of their, like, top champions. Um, but it's all about the stage presence. But that, I okay, I was doing both. So bikini goes first and then fitness, and then they do bikini awards at the end. So I thought there was comparisons and okay. and, like, and like call outs, they Uh do call you out, but it's not in any particular order. So we had seven girls, I think in my tall class and we competed, um, bikini goes, there's a short class and a tall class right now. So anyone five, five and under short five, five plus is tall. So I was bikini amateur tall class. Was Hannah a short then? No, we're competing no, against tall. each Yeah, so okay. we competed directly okay. against each other, which is okay. kind of interesting, but it didn't really feel like we were, because we both didn't know what was going on. And I yeah. mean, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah is a top pro Olympian. And I'm still, you know, and so I'm just going in and I was like, all right, I'm here for Hannah. I was like, I'm Hannah's hype girl. I was like, this is her weekend. <laughs> this is her show. She showed up super in shape, super conditioned. And I'm like, okay, I'm bringing a different look, but that's okay. It's different. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, I was like, it's not about the physique. It's not about the physique. It's about stage presence, marketability. And I was like, just really try your stage presence, like just lean into that one. Like, All right, that's my strength. Um, so they do the call outs and we're on stage and I'm in the second group. So I thought I was in the second call outs. So okay. Hannah and two other girls are in what I thought was the first call call-outs, but it was just alphabetically the first group they just okay. pulled up front so in my head I was like man this is so embarrassing I just lost this show and then like a softer division of was like man I really messed up on conditioning so in my head I was like you know what I have always done this I'm used to losing I've lost every single show I've never I've only won one so I'm like all right so now you pose harder you get your pictures and you just get feedback so give them a show I was like all right there's nothing to lose at this point because I'm literally getting last or not placing so then I was just fun and I just like let myself had fun because the posing is kind of just I have my routine but it is a free flow you don't pause at any moment during the show you when the second you're on stage you're not off stage and you continuously move so you don't hold po- positions you just keep flowing and moving so it's kind of like live modeling in a way um, so we're just doing comparisons and rocking the runway and just going for it. Um, and then after that, I even texted my coach and I was like, Hey, Adam, like, I got I second call out. It's like, I'm going to try for fitness. Like this is, this is it. Like, that was it. I was like, I don't think we, I was like, I might have a shot in fitness. Um, and then we do fitness rounds. And so you start in a bikini too. So it's like the same thing over. And then they have you do a 30 minute break, quick change. And then you start the second half of the show in your costume. Uh, costume is like, if there's like a tie between two athletes, as far as physique and presentation for their comparison round, they use your costume to like split ties. So it does matter. And then they would give you the awards for fitness in a costume. So in tall, there was only two of us. so I I looked at the other girl and was like, 50-50, shot. Like, it's either (laughs) you or me. I was like, we just both got top two. Like, congrats. Um, But pro cards are not guaranteed. They could be for everyone. They could not be. So just because you win isn't a guaranteed pro card unless the head judge feels you are ready to, like, graduate into their pro league. So they could award first place, second place, third place, all pro cards. It could be none. It can be whatever they feel like, you know, if you're ready. So we ended up doing that. And this, the way the stage was set up, the speakers were faced towards the audience. So the audience could hear what's going on. And like, there is a runway and a stage. So we're on the stage, like 20, maybe 30 feet away from the actual head judge table and the speakers. And I, and there's music going on and I literally can't really hear anything and your adrenaline's really high. So I like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on. And they're doing awards. And I'm like, okay, so they called the girl next to me. So I know I got first. So I'm super pumped about it. But they don't tell you you get the, a pro card until after they place you. And it's kind of like a okay. surprise if you get it or if you don't. So if you don't get it, they just say congratulations and you get off stage. But if you do, they'll kind of like welcome to the pro league and tell you that way like live on stage and so I'm oh. holding my little first place trophy and they're like and guess what Svena? like welcome to the pro league and everything and I literally can't really comprehend what's happening and I was like I think I'm turning pro like in my head I'm like <laughs> I'm like I, I think I'm turning pro and so when I look back at my reaction I just went like this because I wasn't quite sure <laughs> if it actually was real and I didn't want to like over celebrate and it not be real or I'm like I think I'm maybe like hearing this in my head I don't don't know. So I get off stage and like Hannah is backstage. So she comes running back and screaming and yelling at me. She's like, You did it. You did it. And I was like, What did I do? And she said, <laughs> I'm like, Did I really? And she's like, Yeah. And and at that point, bikinis going out and gowns now. So we have to run backstage, mm-hmm. throw my costume off. And it's a, that one was really fast, but throw on jewelry, change the heels, like get all the costume pieces off, throw a gown on, and get back in line so we can go out to do bikini awards in the gown. And wow. at that point I was like on cloud nine, I didn't have time to process it. Cause I'm quick changing. I'm in line and I'm just in line. Like I just turned pro like, this is the greatest day ever. And I know for bikini, cause I was in the second call out. So it was like, I didn't place. I'm like, I'm just going to go show my dress, be a beauty queen, show this amazing gown and like get off stage and go eat. That's what I was, I was in my feet were hurting because we'd been in heels for like five hours straight and on stage. Yes. Yeah, on stage, I'm like, just standing there. I'm like, my feet hurt so bad. I was like, Oh, come on, let's let's give Hannah the pro card. And let's get out of here. Like, (laughs) I'm so excited for Hannah. Like, I was so excited for her. I'm like, it's her turn. So they do top five. So top five got medals. So they called me in top five. And I was like, okay. I was like, I got a medal. I was like, this is the greatest day ever. And then they call top three. And at this point I'm already a fitness pro. So I'm like, there's no way. I was like, I got the second call outs. They're like, it's not, it's done. I was like, this is just amazing. And they called me for third place in bikini. And I was so confused, but I was more excited for that because I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. It's like, I don't know. I don't understand, but yes. I'm like, great. So I got another um, trophy and then they announced Hannah and then all three of us had, like, I already had my pro status. They don't do, like, double pro cards, but they're, like, all okay. three of you guys are pro. So, second place, they gave the pro status. They gave oh, Hannah her wow. pro. So, it was really exciting. And after the show, like, was over, um, it just was – it was crazy. It was just – we were both pros. Best case scenario happens because I knew there was a chance going into the show. It was like, we both could win it. Cause I knew I was going to have to cross over in fitness just because I had a little bit more muscle, a little bit more upper body. So I'm like, I don't know exactly what they want from me. So I'm going to do fitness just in case and ended up turning pro in fitness.
0: Wow. Is it like the IFBB where, so once you turn pro in the IFBB, let's say it's with bikini, then you can compete as a pro in any division, which is crazy to me um, yes. and in bodybuilding, which e, not no, make any yeah. sense.
1: it's exactly but, the same way. So okay. I am a WBFF pro period. I can okay. decide if I want to be a bikini diva, if I want to be a fitness diva, and I don't have to pick. Like You don't have to pick. You can go back. You can go up. You can go into anything. You're just in the pro league. Um, so I am still probably too small like my legs are still my weakness and I definitely don't have any quads like I haven't trained quads in years because that was a different standard I was chasing Um, Mm -hmm. so I do need quads now Um, they do like abs like very chiseled abs if Mm -hmm. I want to pursue fitness um, upper body for fitness is like my shoulders are probably maxed out if I want to pursue bikini I need to probably get rid of my shoulders and then Mm -hmm. still just build quads and glutes, quads and glutes, quads and glutes. Um, If I want to pursue fitness, it would just be overall like size and then coming in like absolutely super conditioned, but full and like filled out. So not depleted at all, um, like getting lean and then like pushing carbs super hard. So you come in like with that bubbly, like very pretty muscle shape. And then Mm -hmm. their bikini standards is a lot softer. I'm going to do bikini. Um, for now. But I think I'm going to grow into fitness eventually because I love training hard and I don't want to stop. So I'm going to basically get to create a new physique that is something that I've never, ever had the option or knew that was something that I could do because I can literally create any shape that I want because it's only 40% of the score. So as long as I have a little bit of quads and some bigger glutes, I can literally make whatever shape on stage because there's... I mean, there's standards, but it's not as important as your posing and your presentation. So, as long as the posing presentation is there and you come in in shape with fuller legs, like that's pretty much what I've noticed just as a new pro, just from what I've observed through fitness. That's kind of what I've seen and what my plans are for where I want to take my physique.
0: Did they give you feedback or any advice, the judges on what to do? Um, yeah. So I did get some
1: feedback. Um, like it was a pro worthy package, but it wasn't super like lean. It was my posing. They were like very impressed with my posing, but for the pro level, it needs to be over the top. So it needs to be more it needs to be elevated. It just, it, she's like, it was amazing, but she's like it, to take it to that next level, it has to be very, very crisp, like no second guessing poses, like rehearsed. Um, And same thing, like a Better suit, more bling on the suit, Um, okay. more like more is more. Like seriously, they were just like go all out. Like a uh, more details on your gowns, more crystals, more extra, more like more, just more. That's everything. It's just more. Um, and maybe five pounds conditioning leaner than my bikini package with a little bit more quads, still pushing the glutes pretty heavy. So it's basically what I was doing anyway. This original plan for this year was to take an off season and grow my glutes anyway. Um, so it's kind of funny now that I need to grow my whole legs, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's still my, my is is my legs, but it's kind of nice now that my upper body and like back and everything is there. So I can solely focus just on lower body and stage presence.
0: Okay. So as far as your next steps, cause you're kind of mentioning that you were going to take Year off? Does that mean now you're not? No. Okay, so I am
1: going to compete at the twenty twenty three Worlds, which mm-hmm. is their like biggest pro show of the year, um, Uh-oh. in August. So it's a it's their equivalent yeah. to their like Olympia show. Um, it's it's different, but athletes from across the country come. It's a pro am show too. So if you're an amateur and you want to like. Compete at it, you can. Um, But I'm going to compete in the Bikini Diva category for worlds at
0: my first ever pro debut. Nice. Okay. Is that in Vegas or where is that? Yep. It's in Vegas. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, Kind of switching gears here, I was wondering if you could share with the audience just kind of like your favorite parts of living the prep life. If you had like a top five or something that you just really enjoy. Yes. Okay. I've been prepping for a long time.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't like to take myself out of prep, but it's really um, like my favorite part of the prep process is just that personal journey. It's like after every show, when I think, oh, that was my best, there's always somewhere to improve. And I just like being able to grow as an athlete and as a person. It's like through prep, every time I prep life gets very efficient. You have to be to get your training in, to get your cardio done, to get all of the things planned for your show. It's just taught me like a lot about myself and like what I'm capable. Of. And it really taught me how to goal set and goal achieve, which I don't think a lot of other places, like you don't really find that out unless it's through sports. Um, I like being like feeling good going into the gym and like knowing that like hard work does pay off. It does. Like it takes a lot of time and it's slow, but I know now, um, that all of those like little things that you didn't think were going to actually make a difference, they do add up. And I think it took me a lot of preps, a lot of off seasons, a lot of unsuccessful reverse diets to realize, okay, Every single step is so important. Every single time that I can, you know, be leaner in the off season, it's going to help me for my future preps. Every single time when I like stick to my plan and stick to my diet and just make healthier decisions and make healthier habits, it really does add up. Um, I focus a lot on my habits this prep. I really tried to dig deep on time management and just, like, what would I need to do? Like, what would my best self do? So I, like, really broke down my schedule and was like, okay, I need to stretch. I need to practice posing. I need to do my training. I need, like, there's all this this checklist. So I just made a checklist, um, and I just tried to just not focus on the end goal because it was kind of stressed me out but I was Mm -hmm. like okay what can I do today and that's pretty much all that I I really try now is like all right what can we do today because now like I know that my decisions today they do take you like they will add up and Mm -hmm. these little tiny micro changes just like that one percent better every single day um I don't know it's just an opportunity like the prep life I've met a lot of good people um And it's fun.
0: Like, it's really fun. I, I enjoy it. I love that. That's awesome. So you briefly mentioned just like mistakes with reverse diets and things like that. What are some other mistakes that you've learned from over the years of, um, from the competition world?
1: When you compete in a subjective sport, you can't take placing personal And it's really hard to know that you might be the hardest worker in the room, but that does never, ever, ever guarantee how you are going to place. I took placing so hard. I took feedback so hard, um, I attached myself to the scale weight, and as a athlete and bodybuilder, actively trying to make improvements to your physique and to gain muscle, you gotta understand that the scale as a female too is not going to always go down. Through your journey, it should go up. If your feedback is to like come in with more muscle, it will go up and it is okay, and you will probably look better. So I, you know, I struggled so hard of like, oh, the scale's up, the scale's up. Um, And also like not really enjoying the whole journey itself, like wishing away preps. Um, There was preps where I complained the whole time about being tired and hungry at the very beginning. The more that you complain, the more that you focus on it and it kind of makes it worse than it already is. So when I stopped complaining and I just was like, This is a this is a choice that I made and it's going to be okay. Like it can be fun. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm tired, but that is what I signed up for. And I knew, I knew like no one is forcing you to prep. You can make it fun or you can make it miserable. And it's literally mindset. The mindset that you approach your prep can be so different from show to show. Um, Mistakes that I've made in the past is not taking long enough improvement seasons and jumping into a prep before I was mentally ready to diet again. I am someone that has to push really hard to get conditioning. It's very, very, very hard for me. So I do have to diet on very low calories and very high cardio. So there's so many shows that I look back and I'm just like, I wish I would have spent that time building. Because I'm like, I knew that it was even harder because your mind's not in it to diet. And then to kind of waste that time, you know, trying to cut and losing muscle that you could have spent. Gaming it instead. Mm-hmm. So those are just some like notable mistakes that i made. I mean, suit color mistakes, like makeup mistakes. Those ones are like easy to fix and everything, but like really how you approach the prep, um, the reverse diet is a big one. I did not think that was a thing for like three years. I was like, this is not real. I was like, it's (laughs) not real. I was like, it doesn't make a difference. And then when I had to do a prep of two hours of cardio, I vowed to myself, I was like, I will never, ever not reverse because I knew that I had, I was burning fat that I had put on from my last show. And when I kind of realized that I was like, this is my own fault. I was like, this is my own fault. I was like, I didn't have to do this much cardio, but I made a decision in my last show to not follow a reverse diet. So I wasn't going to suffer in my off season, but now I have to suffer in my prep. So you kind of make that decision after your show. It's like, okay, yes, after the show, you're tired and you're hungry. You can suffer for a little bit longer and just reverse and let your body kind of slowly get to a nice spot. It'll make your next prep way more enjoyable, a lot easier or mm-hmm. Like you have to pick when you suffer. Like it's going to be hard regardless. It's going to be either hard after your show. It's going to be hard the next prep. So the reverse side is like a huge kind of eye-opening thing. Once it got
0: to extreme levels, I was so mad at myself. Like I did this. This is my fault. That's actually a good point. Yeah. You have to kind of like pick when it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so true. So as far as I know the posing in WBFF is so different, as you mentioned, did you have to hire a specific WBFF posing coach? And then what are your next steps in trying to really refine that?
1: Yes. So Posing is something that I am very passionate about, and I'm an NPC posing coach myself. So I Mm -hmm. study the sport, um, and I can watch the posing, and I can understand. So I was watching it and kind of getting an idea for what they wanted, but I just went ahead and just hired a posing coach because I know better. It's hard to – because I might think I'm doing it right, but – Uh I don't know their standards. So I ended up hiring a posing coach who is a pro who um, has judged shows before. So she, me and her worked very hard. So we were doing like hour sessions a week. um, And then going into the last four weeks, we were doing like two hours, like two separate hours, and then maybe even some like check-ins the week of. So it was the most I'd ever practiced posing ever. Um, And it was, it was, there were similarities in in the mp like npc poses mm-hmm. um and, but there's a lot of, of big differences so it was very hard because they do quarter turns so i mm-hmm. had to learn to pose on both sides for like yeah. their side and you pose forward facing so they have you straight on like look at me as my you know my waist my like your worst mm-hmm. angle is like straight on um and they do different back poses. They like cross their feet in the back pose. They don't have like open stance, hand on the hip. They do like hands on head, crossing the feet, like turning backs. Um, It was like, I've done a lot of photo shoots and modeling. So it was a lot of that kind of stuff coming out into it. Um, But they really like you to create shapes with your body and like movements. And there is standards kind of, but it is like free for you to kind of interpret it how you want. So like when you do your individual routine, you can essentially literally go up there and do whatever you want, as long as you don't make it look like MPC IFBB. They really want to separate themselves. They're like, we don't want that here. This is a pageant. This is modeling. Like this is like Victoria's Secret. This is what like a a high fashion model would be doing on stage. So you are posing and flowing almost like a dance. So there's a lot more poses. So like I kind of, we kind of had to build, I built a routine, but it was once I learned these different poses, I could just like free flow through it. So I learned, okay, this pose looks good on me. So I learned this one, this one, this one, and then different ways to transition from one pose to the other. So that way you're constantly moving. And then you kind of know, okay, I have, Ten poses that I know look good on me and I know how to transition. So it's like hair arms and you're going up uh, like all the stuff I was told never to do is like touch your body, touch your suit, lots <laughs> of huge hand movements. Um, they do like you to flex your quads a lot. So it's okay. honestly, it was, it was, the posing is really challenging because you are posing and flexing places like the whole body parts I had mm-hmm. to learn to control my core and the poses like that was really hard I don't know why it was so hard for me because I thought I was good at it like I thought I'm like oh yeah this is gonna be fine but it, it like the whole entire time you're like vacuumed and your core needs to be engaged because that's one of their big factors for looking at the physique is are you conditioned in your core and the glutes like that's like a big thing them because they just want to see like a small a smaller waist they don't want you to like let your belly hang <laughs> like sometimes mm-hmm. even with breath so the whole routine it's just for me the hardest part was like learning core like stomach in stomach in stomach in like no even in the side poses but you're doing it for so long that there's like no breaks for you to kind of rest but um to take my posing I'm working with the same posing coach again um and she does like you're not I guess you're not supposed to. She's like, you don't want to repeat the same routine twice. So I do have my staple poses, but how I flow through them needs to be different. Um, and like, I have to elevate it. So it needs to be extra. It needs to be, um, you, you're trying to get the judge's attention. So like their comparisons, and uh, in, back in the day, they used to do pose downs. Uh Do you remember when they did post-downs? Yeah. That is their comparisons. Okay. So they do call you, like everyone goes to the front and everything in a line. And they'll say, okay, ladies, face the front. So you just move in front poses. So their front poses are just shoulders facing the judges, but you can kind of manipulate your angle and like hand movements. Then they'll have you, you know, quarter turn to the right. So it's just side poses. Then they have you face the back. So it's any back pose as long as your like glutes are showing. And then they have you quarter turn. So it's the other side, then back to the front. And then they say, okay, ladies, show us like how bad you want it. And at that time, you just run to the front of the stage and you do whatever whatever you can to (laughs) capture the judge's attention, to be confident, to be over the top and just kind of put on a show for the audience at that point. So they are looking for like, who's the most confident, who's standing out. Um, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of chaotic. You, you have to be like a little aggressive, but kind to your competitors because you want to go to the front of the stage and you want to steal the spotlight and you want them to like, remember you, but you don't want to be too much where it takes it from being confident. because Yeah. Throwing elbows. And um, because it is very, you know, like essential movements of like touching your physique and everything, there's like a fine line where it can go too far. So you have to be like very careful in how you do it. Like there's a certain way, like facial expressions are included too. So like practicing your face, the hair flips are very strategic. There's like a certain way to do your hair flips. So it's just, it's been, it's been interesting to try to have a lot more freedom i think with the posing
0: yeah you look like princess jasmine so can we talk a little bit about um i mean it seems like like with the wings too that it was very similar to what's seen as a prop in an angel fashion show so how do you go about selecting that is that pretty normal like costume is or what what's kind of like your yeah next step with your your suit as well
1: Um, Okay, so their criteria for suits, it just needs to be two pieces, but it needs to have sparkle, it could have crystals, gems, the material could be feathers, it could be chains, it could be dangle pieces. It could have like the construction of the fit needs to be a Brazilian cut bottom with fabric straps. They don't do a lot of like connectors. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's mostly fabric and appliques and like different gems and different colors. Traditionally, what I have just noticed is like MPC IPV colors that typically perform well do not translate over like the gem tones you can see the gem tones and they still look nice on stage but they really want uniqueness so a lot of suits were their common colors were like golds and whites and silvers and neons and pinks and like light colors so Mm -hmm. you are trying to do whatever you can with your suit to make like a fashion piece that accentuates your specific body as -hmm. far as the shape and the cut and it's interesting and it's bright and it's sparkly um it's kind of like, I think about like trying to be a peacock, like where you want to like show your feathers <laughs> and your suit is like, look at me. So like the more okay. sparkle, the more wow factor that you can bring to your suit, like the better the suit, the more that you stand out, the brighter the color, the more that you stand out. So you don't want to blend in with anyone. You don't want to do what anyone else is doing. You can do multi-colors. You can, there, there's no rules for your suit other than it's two pieces and it's Brazilian cut. Um, in the back, it's like more of a conservative bottom um and then for like the costume pieces so fitness does does costumes bikini does gowns so i don't need a costume for this next show but typically what you see again it is super creative like it can be anything as long as the physique is showing you don't really want to cover up your full physique is what I've, I've noticed so you still want to think of you know a any, it could be anything. I've seen people do superheroes, but a lot of time, like carnival, like lots of feathers, lots of wings, glitz, glam, um, but it is fashion. So it is up to your interpretation of what you'd like to do. There was a girl that did like this, like alien theme thing, like a goddess alien themed. And it wants to have some type of theme to it where it's co and it makes sense. And you can like understand it's not just like random stuff put on to you but um it is literally anything like it can be big it can be wild bigger better brighter any size any like anything it is just you know you as a base with your personality whatever you want to put on top that's sparkly and bright and fun. And has, a lot of it could have like some type of movement. Um, fitness posing is a lot more aggressive. Uh, bikini is kind of like softer. And then their fitness, because they are more muscular, they come out and they're like very powerful poses. Um, they kind of stomp when they walk. They're like very kind of like over, very, very confident. Whereas bikini is like softer, kind of like okay. model And then the fitness is like, I'm here confident, powerful walking, but yeah, I did end up looking like princess Jasmine. That was funny, like a lot. Like I was it, was, it was fun. Cause I, my original theme for that suit, I knew I wanted to do like light blue um, and golds. And it was kind of like a uh, mermaid princess Jasmine vibes is what I told our designer to kind of put together.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. So were your gowns as well. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, that was fun.
1: It just, it, it, I mean, when you're in shape, it is really cool to get another opportunity to like wear fun pieces. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no events that I'm going to, I'm going to need a gown like that ever. <laughs> so it is nice to capitalize and get all of that extra content when you are in your like best shape in your tan and you got your hair done and you got your makeup done. It was a little bit challenging trying to do events before you're about to get on stage. I think that was the only thing that I was like, man, I am tired. Cause I'm like two days out and we got to get, you know, we're in heels and we're in gowns and being on your feet for two, three hours, two days out. But when you realize it's not truly about the conditioning, it is, but it's more about the stage presence. Um, it was still fun. And it was a good way to kind of take off that stress and pressure. When you meet everyone ahead of time, you see the judges, you see everyone ahead of time. So like when you get backstage, you're like, oh, I've met everybody already. We're kind of here doing it
0: together. And it was a really cool experience. That's awesome. Is there anything before we hop off that you wanted to share with our listeners? Maybe a question that I didn't ask you that you feel passionate about sharing? Um. Well, okay. So yes, because I made this switch on a
1: kind of a whim and I didn't know how it was going to end up, but I'm always open to like, when there's a door, like different doors are going to open and different doors are going to close. And I just kind of took this and was like, you know, maybe, and I, I, I went into the WBFF, not hundred percent sure if I was going to stay. I was going to try it, see if I liked it. And if I didn't like it, I'm like, I'm going back to what I like. Um, and I I decided like, okay, I think I really like this. But if you're going to do something like go all in. So during that entire prep, I went pretty much all in. Like I didn't really do my NPC routine anymore. Like I fully committed to it. it took me a little while to get out of that mindset. Um, and it's okay to pivot. Like I had that goal of like that IFBB pro card. And I really had to ask myself and like, really asked, like, why do I want it? Why do I want this pro card so bad? Why do I, you know, why am I pushing myself to get leaner and, you know, feeling horrible after every show just because I keep losing and I'm I'm spending money and I'm spending time. And I was just like, why, why do I even want this for anymore? I was like, okay, I've been doing it for a long time. I was like, I don't think I actually want the card for any like any reason except for the platform that it gives you. I was like, I want people to hear what I have to say. And it's like, I want to spread fitness and maybe I can do that in a different organization. And maybe that, and I could get a different pro card in a different organization still do well, um, And so that's kind of where I made my mind up to actually go ahead and do it. I was like, it can't hurt me. Like, it can't hurt me to try new things. And it did test me a lot and put me outside of my comfort zone. So if you're listening to this, I'm not telling you to switch. I'm just saying that if you do decide that you're working towards a goal and it's not necessarily going the way that you thought,
0: like it is okay to pivot and try something new. Love that. Yeah, and I know you have a podcast as well, I mean, obviously I was on the angel podcast, but you also have your own personal podcast. Can you share that? Um, And also your YouTube channel is awesome. I just feel like sometimes when, when I'm prepping and I just am doing cardio, I just need to hear somebody else that's like kind of going through like just the everyday stuff. And I really enjoy your content because you are a real person and you're showing us like the day in day out. It's not always glamorous, but it's Like, you know, just putting in the repetitions, you know, putting in the coins and the coins a lot. So, yeah. Can you share with our listeners where they can find you or they can reach out and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah. Okay. So on Instagram, you can find me. It's at Spanish Heart Fitness. If you want to listen to my podcast, it's called Cupcakes and Protein Shakes, where I'll do solo episodes about my own journey and just things that I learn every week. I like to share what I learned. And I also interview other amateur competitors about their journeys to the stage. Um, On YouTube, I'm going to be documenting this new prep from start to finish. So I'm working on content today. Um, That is just my name, Savannah Sharp. So you can follow along. I think I've started that channel in 2020. So I have all, I think I have five different preps and competitions and off seasons on there. I like to show behind the scenes of like what it actually takes and just i I always pick up the camera and just like speak whatever sometimes i feel like i overshare but i think it's good because when i first started this journey that's why i started this pod my podcast and my youtube channel because i'm like i just feel like no one's like telling me how it really is and they would tell you in private but they would never post about it so i'm like okay i'm just gonna post about it and see what happens so that is where you can find me on social media
0: yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, we'll be sure to put all that information in the show notes. And I so appreciate your time coming on today. You're such an inspiration and congratulations on your new title. And we'll all be cheering you on as you head to Worlds in August. So with that, this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini. You can find us, um, well, my name is Amy Anger, but uh, you can find us on Instagram at Prop Life Podcast at Glam Girl Bikini. And you can sign up for the team at glamgirlbikini.com. Thanks for listening, guys.